0: off on an arty adventure with Mr Uller's Sharks. That's a year four and five class from Escort Primary Academy in East Hull. Organised by Jason from Created Briefs, who's at the head of this herd with his scrolled map in hand, our first stop is Hull's Humber Street and an exhibition that marks 50 years of the British road sign.
1: Uh The uh, gallery, Humber Street
2: Gallery, and we are looking at the three floors. So when we go in Humber Street Gallery, I need you to pick the sign that you think is your favourite sign, and I need you to say why it's your favourite sign.
1: The arrow sign looks like a black arrow pointing down and an arrow pointing up. If you're on the other side, you might see a blue circle instead of red. And the black arrow would point, be pointing up, and the red would be pointing down.
0: So, what does this sign mean?
1: It means that the bl- the people who get there first, you- the people who get there last, have to give way okay. to other drivers. And That one has a purple one, and it has all different colours on it, and it has, and it represents like a driving wheel, a pirate ship one.
0: Okay. So have you got an idea of a sign of your own? What would what would your sign be?
1: A man's sign would be like a hook like if it's real deep you, the, um, the birds could put the hook down. I like that one because it's got a pair of underpants, a sock and some and a dress thing.
0: If you had to make a sign yourself, what would it be?
1: Um, A smiley face with like little dots on it's there and there. I'm looking at the read it later sign.
0: OK, and why have you chosen that one?
1: Because it could be like you're on your f- phone and you're not looking at like the red man's there, so it's like saying read it later because you could be reading a website on your phone and not concentrating on the red man or the green man or anything.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, if you had to make a sign of your own, what would it be?
1: It would be... It would be stop looking at your phone and concentrate on the lights. I like this one because if you turn the light off it could shine and you can it can make a little disco and it's really bright and I like bright colours.
0: And what would your sign be if you had to design a sign? What would it be?
1: Really bright colours because you can see better and I like it.
0: Tell me about the sign we're looking at. What does it look like?
1: Well it's red, yellow, blue, green and black. And it's a target where, you, like, if you're bullet practising and if you want to be a criminal, but if you wanted to be a criminal, you had to practise first.
0: So is yeah. this encouraging people to be a criminal?
1: Well, yes.
0: So describe this sign to me. It looks a bit strange to me. Describe it to me.
1: Yeah, it's like a pyramid,
3: but it's like a maze as well. But at the same time, it's like a maze pyramid. But um, it's like loads of directions, but... There's, like, loads of directions to go, but...
0: Where do you think it's telling you to go when you look at it?
3: It's like a pyramid, but it's, like, a
1: ways round the pyramid.
0: Start that again. Tell, start... wasn't recorded. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Tell me about this sign we're looking at.
1: Well, it's like Winter Wonderland that we're planning to do. And um, it's like the pants that you did um, when it glowed up and you showed us at school in the cupboard... And it ends up lighting up from Window Wonderland Land Night and Halloween maybe.
0: If you were able to make a sign of your own, what would it be?
1: Um it would be um it would be like um the one that's over there. Because it's What
0: got, does that one over there look like?
1: Well it's got all sorts of things with B&Q, Burger King and a roundabout in the middle.
0: So you'd prefer road signs to say which is the quickest way to McDonald's and Starbucks? Okay, so describe this sign for me.
1: Um, it's like for shaking hands, for like, for be be friendly and not be mean to other people, be friends, everyone to be friends. Oh,
0: brilliant. Okay, if you had to make a sign, what would it be?
1: Um, a a road sign, so how many miles it goes or something. right.
0: Okay. So you know how far you've got to go. And you won't have to say, oh, we're nearly there yet. <laughs> which sign are we looking at?
1: Um, we're looking at a sign that looks like a token of God. I really like it because it looks like a token and it looks like it's been used for money in, like, the early ages, so...
0: And what have you got in mind for a sign of your own if you had to make one?
1: Probably just being, like, friendly and stuff. Don't, like, be bad and, like, you know... This sign is like, it's got like a little rainbow pattern at the end of this triangle with white, blue and black for layers and a white thing I'm going across it.
0: What does it make you think of?
1: It makes me think of, be careful in the dark. It makes you think of what you're doing and uh-huh. stuff like that. Okay. I, I, only, I'm, I want to question though, why this saying says, just one of the signs say Why? there's literally a sign that says circle red and it says "why" in the middle.
0: Perhaps it's for people like you that have got loads of questions. So tell me what we're looking at.
1: Um, it's the Nazi sign for German. The reason why I like it is because the um, British beat the um, Germans in um, World War 2 and 1.
0: So do you think that's a good sign to have in this exhibition or not?
1: Yes because because um, the Germans are really bad to um the English people.
0: That used to be the case. That's not the case anymore, is it?
1: No, because but it's just for World War Two and One because they got beaten
0: yeah.
1: by the um, English people. So
0: do you think this sign is encourage encouraging us to remember that?
1: Yeah, because because it's like to me. To be happy about beating the Germans in World War One and Two.
0: And if you had to make a sign, what would be on your sign?
1: I think it would be the same as the Nazi one, where it's got the crosser, it. Uh, because because I like I like stuff about the like World War One and Two and things and, and they got the Germans got beat, so that's the reason why I would draw that
0: one. I think it may be time to head up to the next floor to look at the work of two photographers from the renowned Magnum Agency. Martin Parr has been focusing his lens on the food culture of Hull and Olivia Arthur has captured the faces of some of the city's creative people. Together, their exhibition presents Hull, Portrait of a City. So tell me about the photograph you've chosen.
1: It says Stuck It High, Sell It Cheap. I've been there like... Probably five or ten times, but it's about a place where they sell loads of cheap stuff, which is very expensive in real life.
0: Are you surprised to see a picture of it in, a, in an art gallery?
1: Yes, it's like, I'm surprised to see two.
3: Have you
0: chosen a photograph that like you like that's yeah, caught cool, your like
3: eye? I like this one because it's, like, it's got loads of food on it, and I like food, not especially it's, like, a food that, like, it looks nice, but it's, like, other food, like, from different countries.
0: What sort of food is that, though?
3: Like, chicken and tomatoes and all sorts.
1: I like that one because there's, like, loads of drinks and then you can see some food as well. But it, it's on Hodden's Road where, like, I live on New Road. I go down there every time and get some, like, food and drinks...
0: Are you surprised to see a place that you know in a piece of artwork in the gallery? Yeah. Why is that surprising?
1: Because I've like, I've never seen any, any anything like that I've seen before on like a picture.
0: What does it make you think?
1: Good. Like it's just it's, it makes you think like it's just there.
0: What do you think makes a good photograph? Why is that a good photograph?
1: Because it's got like loads of drinks and stuff, like cola, like I like cola, and loads of other stuff, like crisps and chocolates, and loads of other stuff.
0: You've chosen quite a posh photograph here. What's this photograph?
1: Well, it's a restaurant where it's got all of the stuff, like in the olden days where they had waitresses and wards. Do you think that's the
0: olden days, or is that actually now? Could that have been taken this year?
1: Well, it's now and the olden days because they've used the details, how they did the tissues when they had the um, fans. But at the table, they do it with toilet paper or kitchen paper. And they have all sorts of glass. And in the glass, they've got red cloths. And in the middle, there's salt and vinegar with... A teeny player, and there's all people in fancy chairs, and there's a gold leather and there's all sorts, and um, the little Chinese things have got knife and forks in. So, but even though I don't know that, but they, I might be right.
0: So, tell me about the photograph you've chosen.
1: I picked it because um it look when you look at it it looks like that it's real fire but it's not. Uh-huh.
0: What do you think about the exhibition as a whole? It's all about food. Yeah?
1: Um uh, I think when you look at it, I think he might like bake some of my favourite food that I like.
0: So this is Claire Holdstock. Claire is the gallery assistant here at Humber Street. Who might have a question? to put to Claire about the exhibition or about her job?
1: Doesn't it get a bit boring like standing still every day? Not really because
3: the visitors are different every day and the visitors are all really different types of people so it's interesting to meet them and talk to them and I don't just stand still I help with other things as well.
0: <laughs> Very good and we've got a question we'll do two more questions so you first.
1: Um,
3: what's your job about? So my job is about helping out at the gallery. So we've got quite a small team here. There's only five of us that put on everything that you see here. So we paint the walls, we like put the work up, take down the work, and we just keep an eye on the space and make sure people are enjoying it.
0: Very good. And one more question at the back.
3: How long did it take to get all the pictures on the walls? So it took about two weeks to prepare the space but then putting these pictures on this floor I think it took about two or three days
0: Thank you Claire I'm really interested to see or to hear what you think about these photographs because are these photographs art? Right there we've got a a photograph of what might just be a scotch egg on a little polystyrene tray Is that art? Who's got an opinion? Is it art or isn't it art?
1: foot and put it on display.
0: And does that make it art? Um, No. Why not? We're in a gallery.
1: Because if um, if you paint it, that means it's art.
0: But I'm a photographer so I never do any painting at all and at the moment I've got an exhibition on at Central Library. So am I an artist or are photographers not artists?
1: It is art because you're putting it into a gal if you're putting it into a gallery it would be art. And and if you're taking in photographers and mostly like taking the pictures and putting them on display so it would be art.
0: Okay, so what makes art art?
1: Art makes the same thing because you're doing things what you know what to do and you're doing your shop. Art is very colourful and there's like different kinds of patterns and stuff.
0: So I'm a little bit um, one way or the other, I think it's 50 50 as to whether a photographer like me is an artist or not. Well, perhaps ask you again at the end of the day. <laughs> Thank you. Describe this photograph to me.
1: Um, there's two women dancing and they look like sisters.
0: Yeah, good point. So they're both long blonde hair. Are they dancing or are they doing something different?
1: They look like they're dancing.
0: Mm-hmm. If I was to tell you that they are bodybuilders, these are two women that like to have muscly bodies, what do you think about that? Don't know. Wow. Is it a good picture, do you think?
1: Oh, a funny picture. <laughs>
0: What's funny about it?
1: Because they're wearing the thing, not the clothes.
0: Okay, tell me about this photograph.
1: Um, it's rude. Rudy's... But you don't do that at home because that's why um, you get attention if you do that actual at uh, home, that rude is. That's rude. Yeah, is it?
0: I don't know. Is it rude? Yeah. Do you think this photograph is rude? A bit. Why?
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's rude.
0: Oh. They're just wearing swimming costumes, aren't they, really?
3: Yeah, technically, but. But the weird, Pants. The weird thing is the way in heels.
0: Yeah. Well, these two ladies are bodybuilders, like you get men bodybuilders that want to bulk up and have lots of muscle. These two women are bodybuilders too. Is that a good thing or not, do you think?
3: It's a good thing and not a good thing at the same time.
0: So, girls can be tough, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, good, that's good. That's good. So, what's this photograph you're looking at?
1: It's a little kid, like, doing Elvis impressions and, and he's singing on stage with, like, all Elvis pictures behind him. And his hair's like Elvis and he's dressed up like Elvis as well.
0: When do you think that photograph was taken? Um,
1: like, a really long time ago because it's, like, all black and white and it looks old.
0: Describe this photograph to me.
3: It's like there's a person dead on the grass because it it looks like there's he's been playing football and it was too hot and he like fainted or something.
0: So all of the photographs on this floor of Humber Street Gallery, they're all black and white photographs. Yeah, Yeah?
3: because it's from like ages ago.
0: Why do you think the photographer has chosen just to take photos in black and white?
3: Maybe because it would make him like look like
1: it was like from the olden days.
0: tell me about this photograph
1: she looks like she's pregnant because she's got a big belly
0: I think she is pregnant isn't she yeah
1: yeah and she's looking at something
0: why are all of the photographs in black and white
1: because they're in the olden days
0: but actually they're not these are all modern photographs taken in the last six months so are you really surprised that they're black and white Mm Mhm. why do you think the photographer has chosen to take these photographs in black and white
1: so then it looks like it's been in the olden days or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Which out of the three floors in Humber Street Gallery is your favourite? So whose favourite floor was the one in the middle? The one with the colour photographs? Mmm. Can I ask you why was it your favourite floor, please?
1: Because they were all colourful and they were like representing di- different places and different restaurants and different places they sell all the food. So... I liked that floor a lot. Well, I like the second one because my friend Dylan, um, it's because when he was on, on one of the restaurant ones, um, he ended up taking a pic, our teacher ended to taking a picture of him next to it. And then everyone started laughing about it in our group. I like number two was, because it's got, like, more colour and more food, because this floor hasn't got any people with food in their hands.
2: Can you tell me something else about this floor that the flo- the other floor doesn't have?
1: The other floor does not have the black and white or the um, frame or glass.
2: Oh, out of the people that are here today, this floor is their favourite floor. Right. Obviously, the question is, why is this your favourite floor? And... Jerome's gonna pick some people, I think. No.
1: It's my favourite floor because the black and white stands it out, so that blade there, there it's, it's the colour, it's the colour of her eyes. I like floor, floor, three because, um, it has more glass and light, like, the frame and light, like, it keeps it steady, so it don't, so it don't like wave about like floor two.
0: You think it looks like a proper gallery?
1: Yeah. Um this one was my favourite one because um I liked all the cool and um, moves and um, around and um, and um and all of these was from Hull and then um, I got to get a picture with this artist so that was my favourite.
0: Excellent, very good, thank you very much.
1: I like this floor three because there's more dancing and you can, there's different parts and they stand out but um the more black and white. And the different dances and they're not smiling, so it looks quite old. All right.
2: Thank you. Uh, again, as if by magic. So, on a show of hands, who thinks this floor, the photos in this floor are older than the photos on the other floor? Who thinks this is the oldest pictures out of the two that we've seen? Because I'm going to ask you why. Why do you think the, f- the pictures in this, on this floor look older than the floor that we've just come from?
1: It is because they're more like, in the olden days, when they took a picture, it was all black and white. And these pictures are all in black and white. So, and you see more of the standing out for it. And I think this one's more old because one of the, Two pictures have got, like, someone, like, dressed up as Elvis and things, and it looks a bit like him, so it might be the real Elvis. I think this is the oldest one because um, um, the others have, like, loads of colour, but this one, it's all black and white, so there's no colour. These ones look so because they're not smiling, because in most pictures you like to smile and all that, but these ones look cool because they're not smiling.
0: Right. So do you think people in the olden days were all unhappy and it's only people today that are happy?
1: Yeah.
2: Mr Uller's has just been saying that uh, one of the pupils thought that everyone in this on this floor was dead because it was done in black and white. Yeah, yeah. A show of hands, how many people think the olden days was in black and white? That's quite a lot of people, <laughs> two-thirds of the group. I think we need to have a chat later on this afternoon with a, v- a photographer.
0: Well, thank you, Humber Street Gallery. That really generated some great conversations and questions about the nature of art. But it's time to move on. Our next destination is Prince's Key Shopping Centre, where we'll be looking in on Hull International Photography Festival and then the Methodist Church's Battered and birthed Exhibition. So we're at the Great Britons of Photography Exhibition, uh, part of the HIP Festival taking place in Hull. So which photograph have you chosen and why have you chosen this one?
1: Well, I've chosen one by him as Sykers. And it's like, it was um, took uh, Stafford, England, 1973. And like, there's old people in the background and there's two people carrying reindeer horns and there's all sorts of nature and flower in the old people's garden.
0: Have you got any idea at all why they might be carrying antlers from deer?
1: Well, I think they like... I think it's somewhere near Christmas when they took that and they might be taking them in. Well, we're looking at a picture that someone took and they called Peter Dench... um, Chapter 2, Miami, a man has his head shaved South Beach and it's got all sorts of stuff. And the person that's getting his hair cut is like having a mohawk. And there's the other person that's got the gold t-shirt on. He's also got some tattoos and that. And the other person's got no T-shirt on but some sunglasses and he's the one shaving the hair.
0: What do you think about the person on the right-hand side of the photograph? You can't even see their head.
1: Well, I think the face will look like that one there. Um, but just different coloured eyes and a bit of a teeny nose. Uh,
0: can you see why Peter Dench has included that person in the photograph?
1: Well, it's... They have got some tattoos, about it because one of them say machine gun preacher. Yeah.
0: Describe this photograph to me.
1: Uh, I can describe it to you yeah, because it looks like on the photo that they, co- uh, they are decorating the woman's face, and they are like uh, one eye is like going up, and one eye is like normal, and it looks like they're decorating her hair for something.
0: What sort of person, what sort of job do you think that woman is doing?
1: Uh, A makeup, a singing.
0: Could she be a model perhaps, a fashion model?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Next stop on our uh, whistle-stop tour of art around Hull today is the Battered and exhibition in Prince's Quay. Uh, These are artworks from the Methodist Church's collection. Let's see what the kids think of these. So, at the Better Than Birth exhibition in Prince's Key, you've chosen a painting to talk about. <laughs> tell me why you've chosen. Well, tell me what the painting is. Describe it to us first.
3: I like this one because it looks like there's like a war going on, and there's like people helping the other people. Like that, like they've got poison, but they're helping them.
0: Okay. Is everyone alive in that painting?
3: Not everyone. So you can see some people walking away from the war, and you can see someone helping others.
0: Okay. Yeah. Are there any characters in that painting that you might recognise?
3: Um, yeah, monkey.
0: What does this, this painting make you think about?
3: Um, I don't know. It's like the Civil War like in six. six what about
0: the, the, the colours of the painting? Some people are in very sort of lively yellows, oranges and reds. Other people are in sort of blues and greys. What's going on there?
3: Maybe because it's just the clothes, and like people have different clothes to others.
0: Tell me about this painting.
3: It's like a family gathering around the table to eat.
0: Can you see what food they're eating?
3: Yeah, they're eating grapes and they're eating pears, apples, and beetroots.
0: How does this painting make you feel?
3: It makes me feel quite happy because some people, like in our in our country, eats like the same thing, but not everyone.
0: So the people in that painting, when do you think they were alive?
3: I think it was alive in like 1685.
0: Mm-hmm. So I've just seen you put a button uh, under in the jar underneath this painting because this is the one you've chosen that makes you feel sad. Why does this painting make you feel sad?
1: Because Jesus is on that cross and, and it's pretty sad and then I think he's dying there, so someone's trying to help him, and then that's they're gonna they're gonna take him somewhere to bury him, and then like I think they're gonna bury him there. I don't know, but and I think and I think it was that man that got killed was in that family.
0: Let's go find the painting that makes you feel happy. Tell me why this painting makes you feel happy.
1: Because I think that's Jesus said and I think they're gonna eat some food. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, if they eat it, will make them feel real happy. Mm-hmm. Because they like they're gonna like eat food, as, and it's gonna make them feel really happy.
0: It's good. Good to eat food with your friends, isn't it? Have a nice time around the table together. <laughs> Plenty of food for thought in Princess Quay, then. So, off we trot again. This time, we're heading over to Hull's Central Library to chat about photography and art, but not before stopping off in the city centre to look at a mural that thousands of people walk past every day. I don't know what it's called. We're going to work out what it's called. So tell me, just tell the person that's listening to this, say where you are and what you're roughly looking at.
1: I'm in Hull and I'm looking pretty much at a boat that spells Hull. Three boats. Say
0: that again. How many boats? Three. Three boats. Yeah. yeah. And some of the crosses make up the words that say Hull. Some yeah. of the letters that make up Hull. Who wants to describe what we're looking at? Do you want to have a go at it? What is it called? Well, what is it called? Let's see if we can work out what it's called. Describe it. What can you see in this mosaic?
1: Um, It's green. Um, it's very big. It's on a like. A huge it's tower. on a store.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like, what is actually in the picture?
1: Um, a bird. A bird or a some bridge bird sang- with this dangling thing. What holds the birds it's and it like keep it staying there? And Then there's to draw some waves, oh, okay. and it says some weds. What says? Respiring.
0: Some Latin words on it as well. How many boats are there? Three. So, what do you think would be a good name for this mosaic painting, this mosaic picture?
1: Um, Um,
0: Could it be called Three Boats? No.
1: It could be. It's got loads of water, so it must provide.
0: Good. Sorry. What did you say it might be called?
1: Three Boats on the Sea.
0: Three Boats on the Sea. Oh, the it's actually... Say that again.
1: The Storm Provides.
0: Very good. OK. This is actually a mosaic. So it's made out of little, little tablets. Thousands and thousands of little tablets How making up the painting, making up the picture.
1: How did they make it?
0: They're all stuck together. They're all stuck together. There's thousands, there must be several million um, little yeah. tablets making up that picture. And yeah, the picture is actually called they? Three Boats, by an artist called Alan Boyson.
1: Did you do it all by yourself?
0: I think he did. Yes. Yeah. How long do you think it would make a big a mosaic about like that?
1: Three years.
0: Three years could be. I don't know the if answer you, to it, but a long, long time. If they used it like little
1: stones, it would take three three years. three years. If it was um little stones, what they used, yeah, then spray painted it.
2: So on the fourth floor in there, they, there's 16 fish that are made out of ceramic, like this, that link to the building at battered and that we've just seen, where the artwork's on display. So that all links back to the BHS building, formerly known as the Court building.
0: And so we finished our Creative Briefs arty tour of the city at Hull Central Library. We had a quick look at artist Linda Brothwell's exhibition for the Tool Appreciation Society and then we settled down to reflect on some of the themes from our day with Jason. In particular, that nagging question, is photography art?
2: So this morning, somebody said that photography wasn't art, hands up if you think photography isn't art, so taking pictures, okay then, now this cover here is a photograph. Taken by someone that's a photographer. Would you say that was art? Yeah. You would? Yeah,
1: I would. Yeah, because it's
2: made by someone. Because it's... Made by someone. Made by someone. Anyone got a different answer?
1: Um, uh, no, because like you're taking pictures and you're not drawing it.
2: I say, so does artwork have to be drawn? No. No? So putting together a photograph, that one, yes... Putting a photograph together like that, would you say you need to be good at your job as a photographer to come up with a picture that is like that? Yes. Hands up if it's yes. Hands up if it's no. Right then. The person that took these photographs and has been employed by the library for a number of years is this photographer here. So Jerome has taken these photographs And he's a professional photographer. So the library asked Jerome if he would put some of his pictures together for an exhibition at the library. So all of these pictures haven't just happened, have they? Like when you design something, if you're designing a car, it doesn't just turn up, does it? Yes, and today our map that we've followed hasn't just happened, has it? So all of these images have been thought about where they're going to be taken how they look and I think the photographer might be telling us just a couple of bits about what makes a good photograph
0: Oh gosh, that's putting me on the spot isn't it what does make a good photograph often it's the subject you're photographing so the people on this box for example this is Alan um, Clark, he's an MP locally or was until recently Um, Bonnie Greer is a playwright and an author, so she's an artist in her own right. So perhaps me photographing an artist makes the photograph art in its own right. But actually, I think at the end of the day, what makes a piece of art a piece of art is that the artist, the person that's created it, puts it on display and says that it's art. So it might be, as we saw a photograph, or one of Martin Parr's photographs, the coloured photographs of food at Humber Street Gallery, there was a photograph of a scotch egg on a little polystyrene tray. He has taken that photograph, he's put it on the wall of a gallery, and he says it's art. So I think, actually, whether we like the image or not, we've all got to agree that yes, that is a piece of art. So sometimes it's all about not just the craft and taking the photograph or doing the drawing, it's actually about putting it on a wall and asking for people's opinion, asking for people's responses. I think that is what makes a piece
2: of art a piece of art. Very good answer. Two, (laughs) Two questions for Jerome, seeing as we've turned the tables.
1: How did you get to make it as a box?
0: Ah, very good question. How did I get to make it as a box? Well, we've seen today that art can come in lots of different guises. Lots of different forms, haven't we? So sometimes an art, uh, say, uh, let me talk about photography. Sometimes a photograph might just be printed out, like Martin Parr's photography, and stuck to the wall. Other times the photographer might go to the trouble of putting it in a frame and glass mounting it and making it sort of shiny and perhaps more valuable looking, putting that on a wall. I decided I wanted to do something different because pretty much all of the jobs I do for the library... Are fun things. I go to festivals, I get to meet authors and playwrights and children's theatre makers. So I wanted my exhibition to be playful too. So I've got a friend that runs a packaging company that makes boxes for companies all over the world. I asked him if he would print up some boxes for me. So I have about 260 boxes on display, each with different images on each side of the box. I just wanted it to be more playful. That's why.
1: Why did you want to become a photographer? Excellent question.
0: I became absolutely obsessed with photography when I was about your age, yeah? When I was just a really young boy. And what got me into photography was I used to love going bird watching and watching animals out in the wild. And because I enjoyed watching the animals, I wanted to record, to take some sort of record of the animals I was looking at. So I started taking photographs of the animals Then I found out I couldn't make any money at all from wildlife photography and decided to diversify. So now I do a lot of photography for charities and faith groups and lots of photography for artists, theatre makers, poets, literature people, that sort of thing. So that's how I got into it.
1: When you take photos of famous people, how do you feel?
0: Very good question again. Oh, gosh. You know, I spent 30 years wanting to get into a position where I could photograph famous people, so film actors, TV stars, that sort of thing. And now I find that often I have just sort of two minutes or three minutes with these people. I don't get any quality time with them at all. So actually photographing the famous people really makes me feel a bit disappointed. I far more seriously enjoy what I've done today, and that is spending time with people over several hours to get to know them. That's far more quality time than you get spending with someone who's sort of really famous, like, uh, you know, a politician. I I get sort of just minutes with a politician when I've had all day with you, and that's been far more
2: special.
1: How did you become an artist?
2: You just said photographers are artists, now you're telling us that they are. (laughs) I'll I'll just take
0: that as a compliment, actually. I probably won't answer it, but the fact that now at the end of the day you're saying photographers are artists I'm happy with that
2: (laughs) and I think that's it, thank you very much for Jerome for the day and thank you to everybody else that has attended and the galleries and especially the volunteers can we have a big round of applause for everyone that's involved